Hello and welcome back to the Live Big Podcast. Today is Wednesday, May 4th, 2021. And I cannot believe we are almost halfway through this year. It is another beautiful day here in the Okanagan. I hope that you are also enjoying all the blessings of this beautiful Wednesday. Let's dive into our prayer poem as well as our oracle card reading. busy week for me. I took Tuesday off to completely, Monday, Tuesday off to completely step away from my phone, my social media to just be fully present. I was really feeling quiet within my heart. So wanted to take advantage of that and just leave my phone at home and go on a spiritual journey of just walking and biking. It was really, really great. <clears throat> and meditating so today i'm ready to come back with a full full heart to share and i really encourage you to do the same to choose a day within your week where you can just leave your phone at home and walk away <laughs> it's really really liberating to to leave your phone behind so and it starts to um I start to become more aware of how much my phone and my social media and everything drains my energy subconsciously. It really just takes my, it's an energy taker. So without it, I feel way, way quieter, way more present, way more grateful and happy um, because I'm fully present, enjoying whatever it is I'm doing in the moment instead of what other people are doing or <clears throat> thinking about what I should be doing. So today we're going to be um, diving into The Goddess Nest. This book I wrote in September of 2020. And this is a beautiful book of prayer, poetry, mantra, and ritual. And I'm just going to read the back for you so you kind of know what this book is all about. The Goddess Nest is a healing book of awakening, transcended and alchemized by poet and ceremonial guide Ananda Kate. It is an offering to be used as a ritualistic tool in creating sacred space, a nest, for the practicing goddess to witness herself fully with unconditional love. A goddess nest is a sacred space that a conscious woman creates for herself to conduct deep spiritual healing for self-actualization and the conscious celebration of life. The Goddess Nest is read by women all over the world who want to awaken and nourish their goddess essence through the power of prayer, poetry, mantra, and ritual. When you activate the words in this book, you communicate to the universe that you are ready to embrace your higher self, the goddess within. As you surround yourself with the abundance you desire, Adorn yourself with these powerful healing words of prayer and mantra and prepare to dive deep into your very own goddess awakening. Call upon your higher self through the intimate ritual of self-reflection and the deep honoring of your heart expression. Powerful ritual recipes for the goddess are also provided in this soul-nourishing book to practice and remember your roots as you come back home into the sweetness of the heart. Rituals of body acceptance, 
connection to Mother Earth, plant medicine rituals, sacred sisterhood circles, as well as how to create spell jars and set up deep intentions of forgiveness will all support you along your independent healing journey, as well as in your desire for embraced sisterhood. Whether you are venturing into deep shadow work or are looking to hold space for yourself in a luxurious nest of unconditional love, this book is a powerful tool that will ignite spiritual awakening by embracing all the faces of one true self, the goddess within. <clears throat> so kind of gives you an idea that this book is, is more than just prayer poetry, even though that is such a beautiful thing to have a book full of. Um, there are four different chapters in this book. Okay, so each chapter represents a different elevation of the goddess um, with the mantra ritual. Um, and then we also uh, provide the oracle card readings as well. So you can actually purchase the oracle cards or you can just scroll through chapter four and choose your oracle card description that way. So that's how I'm going to choose the oracle card description today is, is actually in the book by scrolling in the book. But let's begin with our prayer poem today and what we need to hear. <clears throat> so today we're on f- page 49. And this poem is called Goddess Isis. Laying my armor down. I fall neatly into her arms. You are everything, don't you see? She says while tracing my stars around my scars. Rising up from the mist, I see the sun born again in her eyes. Her warmth shines upon my face and sparks a benevolent fire soaring through my chest. Eyes of gold open. I gleam into her wildest desire to set the entire universe on fire. In awe of her ineffable wonder, I feel her loving touch, reminding me this is a place of certain transformation. The sun will set, yes but the sun will also rise again and it will take me out of this painful night. She meets me at the altar as I fall to my knees and the stars impregnate me with the birth of a brand new day. knowing that we are powerful creators of perception of new life and that everything we do is creating something everything we think is also creating something and this is why it's so important to stay mindful of what we're thinking what we're saying how we're acting and what we're doing and knowing that every act is an opportunity to stay sacred so that we can create something that is also sacred. I'm going to um, actually read a second prayer poem today called Libra Love. (laughs) And that is my sign Libra in my sun sign. 
and um, this is just on the page before, on page 48. I am the color of deep, gorgeous fuchsia pink that wraps around everything and everyone I so deeply love. I am the rose that shines under the light of Venus in a dark field. I am the goddess that reminds you how good it feels to be alive, like a succulent sun shower in a rainforest of electric thunderstorms approaching. My beauty shines so bright that it might seem dangerous to some. I am alluring and bewitching, and they missed me most of all. In the golden hour, I make ordinary moments magic and manifest my every single hope away from the kingdom of tragic. With feathered wings, I take flight up and up into the distance beyond your pure sight. I am the tree of life and the sweet fig the bounty of sweet fruit you are free to admire. But beware with your desire. Behind these sweet eyes, there is a dark angel in disguise who will love you without compromise. <laughs> I just wanted to read that as an extra little, little message of self-love and knowing that you have the capacity to share this deep, deep love with the world around you and that you are amazing and glorious. So the message today is really about rising up from the mist and seeing a new day, a new sun born again in your own eyes <clears throat> and having the passion to set the entire universe on fire <laughs> with this passionate tantric desire. And um, today I was listening to a mantra by Deva Pramela Matan about the Kama Sutra and this tantric love awakening um, and how everything is created by the sexual desire, which is our passion, which is a very, very strong energy. And when it is mixed with love, it is the highest form the highest frequency we could possibly be in passion and love is the highest frequency we could possibly be in and so when we're talking about being in love with either ourselves or the universe or someone else in our life there's a saying called falling in love but in the tantric philosophy this is actually called rising in love and this is because when we rise to this higher frequency of passion and love, deep love, the energy is rising through the chakras to the crown chakra. And all the chakras become in alignment. They're um, fully balanced together. And so we need to embrace our sexuality because that is the highest form of creation everything all life is birthed through 
this high (laughs) sacred potent energy there is potential when we have sex to create life there is this sacred potential to create life there is nothing more sacred than that and so the act of sex needs to be very sacred um, because when it is not it creates other things it can create it's a very powerful ritual of manifestation and so whatever you are bringing to your sexual acts of yourself you know making love to yourself making love with a partner um, any intention that you bring into that sacred ritual is to be manifested it's not an if it's a when (laughs) and so this is the power of of being conscious and sacred in our sexual acts as well as being sensual and embracing that sexual power within us and knowing that we are very powerful manifestors and creators the earth actually resembles manifestation and creation so just like we say venus is the planet of love right um Saturn is the planet of goals and um, purpose. Jupiter is the planet of integration and inspiration. So Earth is the planet that represents creation and manifestation. And so all the Earthlings that live on Earth are very powerful creators and manifestors. It's just that some of them have actually forgotten that that's innately what they were born to do, was to create and manifest. And so when we can actually understand that we were born to do that, then we can start to really understand that we need to be more conscious of what we're creating and what we're manifesting and that that is part of the co-creation with the universe. So bring all of this with you, understanding that what you think, what you do, everything you do today, everything you think, everything you say today will create your reality, but it will also birth and create um, a product in your life an end game in your life of some sort and that all plays into karma it plays into a lot of other yogic philosophies so this is one of the most powerful things that we can remember in life and when you think doubt yourself that you're manifest you're a manifester then you are also creating that doubt in your life that it's going to be reflected back to you as well. So really getting in tune with your senses, your gut instincts, your primal wants and desires, your um, intuition is what's going to guide you to these places of manifestation and creation. And so, you know, we can start to figure out what is my instinct, what is my inspiration, and also what is what is the ego what does the ego sound like and what does my intuition sound like and the more you work with both of those you're going to start to figure out what each one feels like and strengthen your relationship to your intuition because most likely right now your your relationship is much stronger to your ego because it's a lot louder it's kind of like the squeaky wheel gets the grease right so shifting constantly consciously shifting over and um, just saying I choose love instead of fear 
is a very easy way to transfer your thoughts over to your positive thinking and your manifests manifesting side so the largest part of the brain that isn't that we actually don't access um, is the part that allows us to remain optimistic a manifester a creator of sacred moments and ultimately our bliss point and so doing regular meditation allows us to decalcify the pineal gland the pituitary gland and that in that way that's our third eye that allows us to open up our vision and our clarity beyond the boundaries of what the ego would have us see beyond the boundaries of what our mind would even have us see right but our our brain is a very very sacred and auspicious tool to use when we treat it properly so I could go on and on about this forever, but this is something to bring into your day. Know that you are a powerful creator of whatever it is your intuition is guiding you towards. All right, so let's actually, let's, um, I'm going to flip through chapter four of the book for our Oracle card reading today. And know that you can purchase this book on Amazon wherever you are. It's called The Goddess Nest, Prayer, Poetry, Mantra, and Ritual. So what do we need to hear today? Ah, intuition. (laughs) Intuition. And the prayer poem for this is, I trust you, great spirit within. Let us dance together along my path of glistening stars. Lead me beyond what I currently know and show me self-trust the further I go. Our intuition is our greatest tool to connect with the universe's messages for us. Understanding that a path or answer to a situation is personalized just for you, not for everyone. This is why we cannot rely on other people to tell us what is inherently right for us the universe knows what is the best possible route for you and it will communicate this through your gut instinct it takes time for us to learn how to truly trust in our own decisions because as children we grew up constantly looking to other people to tell us right from wrong now as an adult you have the power to say yes or no The key to learning how to trust yourself is ultimately to increase your faith in the universe and feel its wisdom within your body. When you are asked a question to do something or to make a decision, it's important to take a pause and step back to feel what your body is telling you, not intellectually, but with a primal feeling. Feelings are different from intellectualizing and analyzing a situation. When we connect to our intuition, we release the need to analyze the details of a situation and we can tap into how we feel within that moment. The feeling could be angry, sad, nervous, excited, joyful, (laughs) passionate, free, light, heavy, distraught, and, well, you get the idea. 
Sometimes our feelings do not make much sense logically to the mind, and this is why they can be difficult to fully trust. But with time, the more you trust, little by little, you will begin to understand what the feeling means. Trusting in your own intuition can completely change your life and your peace of mind. If you can trust yourself and your connection to the universe, you will always have the tools you need to thrive in life. So pretty clear messages today, very strong messages today to trust, (laughs) to work on trusting your intuition and your innate power that you are a natural born manifester, naturally born manifester. We are very powerful beings that have been created and we have access to all types of frequencies within the universe when we shift our mindset into those spaces. We have access to an infinite amount of radio stations, right, in our consciousness. And so whatever you're tapping into, you're going to start to to see more often. So for instance, if you want to get in, just something very simple, but for instance, if you wanted to get into kickboxing or you started to watch kickboxing more often, you would start to innately start to tap into kickboxing items when you walk into a store or you would notice um, an ad for kickboxing if you were driving down the street, right? Same as if you were looking to purchase a, a type of car or you did purchase a type of car. You would start to notice those ca- cars on the road more often because you've tapped into that frequency. So the same goes for something that you're learning like Reiki or you're learning to manifest things more often or you're just learning to be more at peace you're going to start to tap into those frequencies more often. And that's how manifesting works, is that we use the mind as a tool, we focus on one thing, and then that opens a door to that same frequency in all different areas, right? So just knowing that when you choose to to begin something new or learn something new, that you're opening a door into frequency that you're going to be just more aware of. You know, you're going to start to see it more often in your life. So this is the, the power that we have as, as human beings, that we can choose what frequency we're tapping into at all times. And when we choose to tap into a specific frequency, that opens a door into a vast amount of knowledge and opportunity to manifest so i hope that this serves you i talk a lot about this in my reiki trainings as well Um, and that's why i love doing my reiki trainings because this is exactly what we talk about how to manifest properly how to be more present in your life how to invite the universal energy into the body so that you can learn to strengthen your primal instincts and your intuition into feeling what the universe wants for you and desires and then allowing that reiki energy to guide you into a more proper lifestyle for you that is way more in alignment 
alignment with your heart's desires, your higher self's desires, so that your higher self can finally start to live within this earthly realm and express herself or himself, right? So this is a little bit longer of a podcast today because I was not on a Monday. I hope that you enjoyed all of this really, really juicy information (laughs) that you can bring into your life. I love talking about this. So I really hope that this podcast is serving you. And let me know to reach out to me on Facebook. My name is Ananda Kate. That's A-N-A-N-D-A-C-A-I-T. And I'd be glad to talk to you, any of your questions, your comments, and maybe even share them on the podcast as well. Love to you all. Have a wonderful Wednesday. And I will be back on Friday, May 6th. Have a blessed Cinco de Mayo tomorrow. Namaste.